Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Welcome. Um, as we're going to be talking about people being lonely, um, you know, obviously the mass shootings and different things have been going on or uh, just in the relationship side of things, you know. So what is your take on everything, Jose? Uh, you know, it's it's kind of sad, the world that we live in now with um, with social media. And I'm not saying it's totally a bad thing. But because of social media, it's not, it's like our kids are not growing up the way we used to, you know, they're having a harder time connecting with people. Whereas when we were growing up, we had kids all around us. There was no social media. So we got a chance to go to the playground. We got a chance to go bicycling. We had a chance to go roller skating All you know, um, we didn't have the cell phones. We didn't have any way for our parents to get in touch with us. You know, it's, it's just a whole different world. So I think with that, you know, through that aspect is what makes people become, I guess, lonely and depressed. I'm not a professional. It's my humble opinion of that's how it is. But the more people engage with social media, the more they lose themselves or, um, who they can become. Yeah, I what think it's I think it's a lot of different things. Um obviously social media um is a great way of being able to connect if you do it the you know. Um the problem that I see like and um in most of these situations I think it is like children are kind of discouraged from going outside, you know? That starts off with that where we shouldn't discourage, you know, um because a lot of parents would be like all oh, child predators, blah, blah. I mean, those people existed in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. We just never heard about them, you know? So I don't think much has changed in that aspect. Um, you do have a lot more Karens now, which, you know, you've seen those videos where they're like screaming, get off my sidewalk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you're like, piss off. So I think I think I think a lot of our problems is 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 Karens and different things and people going, Hey, you can't skate here and you can't ride bikes here, you can't do all these things. So like what are the kids gonna do? I have to stay inside, they're gonna have to play. Um, uh, you know, obviously people now work more than they did when we were kids, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, you know, my parents worked um pretty hard, you know. But none of them were working two jobs, you know, whereas it's not uncommon in especially American culture to have someone working two jobs. They might work during the day, then drive Uber and Lyft or whatever at night, you know? True. So, so I think economically it plays a factor in things. So I think there's a lot of things that are cartelling this, this loneliness cycle. And I don't think it's just, I think social media is unfairly blamed for it. Mm -hmm. I think it's everything else incorporated, you know, because I think ultimately social media essentially allows for people the opportunity to meet people easier if they do it right. Like the dating apps are a perfect example. Okay. Um, cause you remember like in my early twenties, there, 
And this actually reminds me of a funny story because I, I was 21. I was walking around downtown Kansas City at the time with some friends, you know. And at that time, online dating was still very, very new. Um, it was plenty of fish and match at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember we were walking by these girls and one of the girls stops and then she puts her head up up to the window of this restaurant looks in and she goes she starts knocking on the window she's like hey i know you <laughs> apparently this dude's on a date and his date was there he goes we we matched on match yeah call me and i'm like jesus can you imagine you're on a date <laughs> which maybe your girlfriend or whoever is some random girl when you asked on match, calls you out in the middle of the date. Wow. But yeah. back then you remember you you had to like you had to meet people. Like you met at work, even though it's not really what you should do because you don't want to shit where you eat. Yeah, that's what they say. Um college was a great way, you know. But you didn't really have a lot of time. You know, anytime I did, it was like trying to be between classes. I used to I used to use Facebook. Remember when Facebook first came out? Yeah. It was just for college students. It was perfect for it. Because that cute girl that was in class that you didn't get to talk to because you were in class, you could talk to her and message her on that Facebook and, and set up a study session. That's what we're going to Yeah, as a way to get your foot in the door. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like that was, that, I mean, you had MySpace at that time, which was like the ultimate hookup social media it was like it was <laughs> that's really what it was it was like you give just randomly message people you never even met be like hey let's do dinner you know yeah so i think i think social media actually allowed it to be easier to connect because outside of that you had to go to bars and clubs and you tried to yep. But going to bars and clubs you meet a lot more people than you would on social media so, you know, because for me, I think... But it was you, a different time back then. Back then, it was socially acceptable to approach a woman in a club and be like, look, I'm interested, I'll buy you a drink, let's dance or whatever, you know? I didn't get the memo that it was inappropriate now to do that. No, no, now, now you end up on TikTok, man. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I was on that to some girl going... Me and my girlfriends were just hanging out at the bar, and some asshole came up and, and <laughs> they put you on fucking TikTok on blast. Next thing you know, you're a fucking meme. But why? Is it because of the way that person approached those women? No. You know where they was was no. he or was he or she disrespectful in any way? Most of the time, from what I can see, from most of the time, from what I can see, obviously I'm not in circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just clickbait. They they want to feel like a victim, even though there's no reason. Like, you see the gym videos, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember like, one dude, like, he just, all he did, all he did, like, as far as I can tell, this is what he did. He looked in her general direction, because you just happened to notice a beautiful woman doing squats and has cameras set up and different things. So you just happened to look, blasted the guy, just straight up blasted him. And then there's another dude who just so happened to walk up to her just to say hi 
and asked for the number. Even the gem said, hey, all he did was ask for a number. He wasn't like harassing her or anything. And she literally went and complained so much to the gym, they actually asked him to leave. Oh, wow. And then she did a... So it's like, no, 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 no. Now, what they did was they took a they took an idea, which was a decided idea, the Me Too movement. Like, okay. you should, you should, we should stop the world from predators, right? And then they just took it to where everybody's a freaking victim. Yeah, and it's like you don't know if the girl you're going to approach is just going to be like, nah, I'm not interested, or maybe here's my number, or they're going to blast you on Facebook or uh -huh. TikTok or YouTube. And the next thing you know, everybody and your brother has seen this shit. You go to work, your boss comes up to you and goes, hey, what was this, you know? Yeah, I can see your point. So, and then, and then you're, you're starting to become the victim yourself just because you wanted to approach a woman or a man in order to get a date with them i got exactly you. so social media gives you an out to be like hey look like on a dating app chances are the reason why you're on the dating app is you're at least open to the idea of me meeting you and approaching you yes because i'll approach you virtually gotcha and then Hopefully, we go and meet in real life, you know? With yeah. So, I think a lot of the challenges, at least with that loneliness, and that's where you, you start to see it like 40 year olds and everything going. Like, there's one, she actually made me laugh my ass off, but uh, <laughs> she was like married for like 10 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. Had a husband, had some kids, you know? And she's like, man, my husband was great. He was sexy whatever you know and she goes but i could do better <laughs> wow and she divorces the dude and then she's doing the video and she's like in her 40s at this time because she divorced him in her 30s okay early 30s so now she's like 42 at the time and she's like and he married her he married an even more beautiful woman at 30 and i've been single since <laughs> i've been going on these dates and shit go anywhere i'm like you already had exactly and so so there's choices like that that lead up to exactly to dumb, the dumb choices the 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 grass is always greener the grass is always greener on the other side type mentality i got you i got you now you see what it is and I, I think it really boils down to this is for, for a woman yeah. for a woman you you are approached by dudes majority of your life so having to actually look for a dude or try to work for a dude is not really not really something you have to do until you start hitting your 40s 50s 60s now you're gonna have to work for it yeah got you're you. gonna have to but for us guys you know we always have to work for it so by the time by the time we get to hit our 40s we have 20 years of experience of the dating game or okay. the courtship game. So I think, you know, <laughs> it's to our benefit, you know? I, I think I think what it is also is that uh, I think we've gotten out of the way we used to think about how we treat others. I mean, and it boils back down to that basic saying, you know, treat others 
the way you would want yourself to be treated. Yeah, I think I, I think we seem to have forgotten that. As we change as a society, I think uh, which changes like we've talked about it. Not all change is good, but not all change is bad. But right. change is consistent. But your expectations have to go along with those changes. And what I mean by that is, so you have girls out here that are very modern girls, very, okay. very modern. But they are having the expectation of the guy being that he needs to be traditional, which we stated in my last one, why that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, they, it's unfair to the guy. And then you see it where, like, they took a traditional thing. Perfect example. Um, there was a video. It actually went viral. Okay. Um, a guy was out for his girlfriend's birthday at not a relatively expensive restaurant. Like, um, there, there's somebody else who did a, a video kind of going over the pricings of it. Okay. It did have certain items on it that were a little more expensive than others. But it was your typical nice decent restaurant where you would go for date night okay um so he did a video because like it was his girlfriend's birthday and he was going to pay for his girlfriend which is fair you know like you're married yeah you know it's a little bit different when you were dating if it was her birthday you're yeah you probably bought the meal yeah if it's his birthday and it's september 10th and i didn't forget then i'm gonna have to buy her <laughs> her dinner as well of course it's just kind of how it is but like she brought all of her friends it was like 10 friends and they ran the bill up to four thousand dollars wow okay and she actually had you know the audacity to expect him to pay wow and you see things like this like now I mean, this is just boyfriend and girlfriend they're not married no this is boyfriend and girlfriend okay so you have like these expectations that these modern women have that men, because the traditional man pays, right? This is the of traditional man. Yes. Well, when traditional man and traditional values were at its epicenter, so let's say like my parents or my grandparents' ages, like when my dad was dating my mom, my mom wasn't bringing up a bill of a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars for yeah. a date matter of fact was, that was what 70s at that time early 80s their deal their entire meal was probably less than ten dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah of course different times i understand but i mean the basis is still the same yeah no so. like the girls today they want to take that traditional thing and they'll be like okay well you pay for everything so why, since you're paying for everything, I deserve 300, 400, 500. Matter of fact, after my divorce, I had a girlfriend for about six months named Nikki. And before we dated, she told me her lifestyle was she did like three to $500 every time she went out. Okay. Which was not conducive to my lifestyle. Correct. So, okay. So I set the record straight. I go, look. When we go out, if I'm paying, I will pay up to $100. I got you. After $100, if you want to, you want to go up to $500 because that's your lifestyle, mm -hmm. then you pay the additional $400. But you were open and honest with her and let her know from the beginning. 
Yeah, so I think that conversation isn't happening. Exactly. And it's less understood, especially in the example that, that you just gave. You know, how are you going to bring 10 of your friends to a birthday dinner that I invited you to because it was your birthday? Yeah, I mean, obviously she, she would want her friends there, and that can be understanding. It's your birthday. But your friends will pay for their own meals, huh? you know? And it's just the fact that they have the audacity even even to think if there's for one percent possibility that he's gonna pay, that I'm going to sit here and run out four thousand dollars. Yeah. So what was the outcome? Huh? What was the outcome of the video? Did he pay? I don't know. He just, it was one of those videos they just it's up to the receipts. Ah, uh, to see what to and what, you don't see. I got you. You don't really see what the aftermath. I know what I would do. <laughs> what was that? Well, number one, I would be single. <laughs> like at that moment, I am single. Yeah. And I would have paid for my meal. Okay. Because even her her meal was like insane, a portion of that. So it's like I would consider maybe paying for hers just because that was the original deal. But our relationship would actually be over. So, I got you. So, you think, um, does it boil down to um, people being more selfish and not thinking about others? I think so. I think, I think it's all these changes mm -hmm. um, that, that are making it to where it's harder for people to find people because you have different expectations now. Where there's, like I said, you're still trying to play off of old expectations gotcha. in the new world. Okay. That's why I broke it down to like three groups. I go, look, if you're one of these three groups, you stick with your own group. Yeah, true. Because then, then, then you know what to expect. A okay. modern person is going to have a certain level of expectation. So they should date a modern person so that they're equal to these expectations. But... Even if a person dates outside their group, as long as they have that conversation, yeah, that sure. that's about conversation. conversation exactly, and that way no one is shocked or no one is surprised when they go out and hey, there's a four thousand dollar bill that you know I'm I'm like we should have had this conversation prior to getting to this uh, restaurant. We got my business broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i and i i think this is what's causing the loneliness and then also one of the things i see that may be contributing i've lived a very interesting life yeah as i'm sure you're my as my friend you you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm all of it you don't know all of it <laughs> i lived about a thousand lifetimes in 42 years gotcha and so like the world is different now like especially with um, like OnlyFans and body counts and stuff like this. Yep. Now, back in my grandparents' ages, obviously, people don't really change that much. So, body count and everything was kind of a shame thing at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. um, to where it's like, oh, you're not a lady. You're not acting like it. It was very hush-hush. Everything was hush-hush. Yep. Um, now, it's uh, obviously a lot more. So, you have people, and however you live your life is perfectly fine. Yeah. Whatever your boundaries are, are perfectly fine. Yes. And nobody should ever be 
um, scrutinized for their boundaries. I know like Jonah Hill, you know who I'm talking about, Jonah Hill? Yeah, yeah, yes. The, the yeah. comedian, comedian actor, yes. Yeah, he, uh, his last girlfriend, I think, the one before his baby mom. Okay. Like he, she was like a surfer girl and he just kind of texted her. It was like a very, very good email or okay. text. It was like, um, here are my boundaries. Um, there's some things that you do that make me uncomfortable. Now I then now if if that's how you want to live your life, I am perfectly happy with it. I want you to be happy. Of course, it's just it's not for me. Gotcha. And so he did like this, and so she tried to shame him. Oh wow! By posting his text message, and it backfired. At least with rational people, it backfired because okay. it wasn't like he was being disrespectful. It wasn't like he's being controlling. He was just saying, these are my own personal boundaries, and though they are different from yours, um, if those make you happy, then you go be you, you know? Huh? As you know, we have this world where people are like shamed for their boundaries. So whatever your boundaries are, they be, you know? So like, if you want to be a virgin till the day you marry, okay, that's your boundary. Yeah. On a date, somebody who doesn't have a body count or no OnlyFans or never whatever, then, then that is your prerogative. Exactly. But the thing is, what I have found, and not in all cases, because a lot, especially the OnlyFans people that I've seen, mm -hmm. typically people who have more untraditional, untraditional work experience, it's because it was, it was from a point of necessity, you know? Like they had to do it. Yes. And I've had friends in those types of career paths, and they've always been brilliant people okay okay now we could argue morality or whatever yeah yeah all day long but they were good people like legitimately good people who were just doing what they had to do um but what i'm starting to see though especially like the only fans people mm -hmm. is that they tend to be more diva diva ish okay it's okay. Like, nobody should be a diva anyway it's like retarded to think that you're better than somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Because you are famous or because you are rich. Because yeah. in all actuality, we are all the same down to the core. Of course. But they will have this, this, this attitude about them. Like, they're just better than everybody else kind of thing. Like, influencers, the same thing. It's just like, what? <laughs> Yeah. So you run it. I can see your point. I can see your point on that as well. Yeah. And I think, I think also when you are looking for love, right, looking for relationships, there's going to be uh, obviously deal breakers. Of course, that are deal breakers for you. Um, and those are usually tried and true things. So whatever that deal breaker is, it's probably because you dated somebody who broke that deal. Like for instance, if you don't like. If smoking cigarettes is a deal breaker, yes, you're most likely never going to be happy being in love with a smoker. True. You probably dated a smoker, and that's how it became your boundary. Exactly. Okay. Those, I think, when you're looking for somebody, it's right now like women and men will have like this. Women, for the most part, will have the most craziest list. But it's usually like a compounded list of all the things they want. Um, but the problem is you may you may not you may not actually once you get 
you're never going to find the whole list. But let's say you did actually find most of that list. You may not even like that person. I think preferences are one thing and preferences should be taken into effect because I have preferences. My preferences are Latinas. Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, make your, if you're going to have a list and search for a partner, look for somebody who's opposite of what you know you don't want. Okay. True. And maybe, maybe cast a wider net. So instead of you want, I want a virgin, I might want somebody with a normal body count. <laughs> or maybe body count won't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there are people who prefer that as well. They don't, it doesn't really seem to matter to them. They're more like, whatever you did before I met you is your business. But if I do ask you about it, I would like you to be honest with me. Yeah, no, like, but that's what I'm getting at. It's like, like, I've watched a lot of those videos, and I have to go off videos because people like this, I would never be friend in real life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't okay. date them. I wouldn't befriend them. I wouldn't even acknowledge that they existed. Okay. Um, other than the fact that I just noticed that they are a part of our world, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but like, a lot of is watch these videos where like the women are just giving like this this list of crap that they want going why can't i find this man you're like that man that you just described is 0.04 percent of the entire male population for the <laughs> world <laughs> you know yeah so they're uh, and they're like, well, I can't believe I'm single. You're, si you're single because you're asking for a dude who makes 600 grand a year and nothing less, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. It's like, no, you look, if you have a problem finding somebody, this is the truth of the matter. If you have a problem finding someone in a world where it's got 8 billion people, <laughs> There's at least one person for everybody on this planet. That means you need to cast a wider net. Yeah, I mean, of course. Th that's really what it is. What your expectations are doesn't meet what's actually out there. Kind of. It, it's actually comical for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is going to be controversial. I'm not making fun of anybody, but specifically. Okay. But... Now I remember, I remember, I remember a perfect example of what I'm talking about. It was on plenty of fish, right? Okay. And I was sitting there and I was going through and there's this one, one girl, she was, she was probably, and I, you know, I understand I'm not, I'm not Channing Tatum. I'm not Tom Cruise. None of us are. Okay. But my girlfriend could be a model. So I'm at least doing something right. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> and... And I remember, like, she um, she was maybe like a five or six, four, five or six on a 10 scale. Yep. Like, she was cute, but she wasn't, like, you know, you. if she told me she was a model, I would probably laugh. <laughs> okay. And she was, and her message was, like, I work at Walmart, and I'm not judging what anybody do for work. You know, I'm not judging them. Of but course not. I work at Walmart. I have four kids, so that's four baby daddies. And I I don't I don't talk to any dude who doesn't make less than three hundred grand and looks like Channing Dato. 
Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm like, nah, you're going to ca- have to cast a really wide net because uh, you have four kids. Like me in my life, I do not allow more than one kid. Like I won't talk to you if you have more than one kid. Which is your boundary and your prerogative. Okay. It is my boundary. And that's that's a hard boundary for me. Uh, it'd be like two kids if one of the kids were mine. Got you. Okay. But like four kids, like like you're really asking a lot out of this guy. Yeah. Because here's the here's the, Well, that's probably why she wants him to make three hundred thousand dollars so he can assist her with uh her kids. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is is at least one of your kids are gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm that changed. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you have kids. And yes. They're great. But at least one of them, you're like, you know, this one's I'm, a little more problematic <laughs> than the others. I do have, and I actually have four children. And, uh, but I cannot, I, well, I can say with all certainty that none of my kids were actually bad. Because it also depends on the person you have the child with and do they want the same things that you do for that child and the discipline and how they want it, how you want that child to become in the future. And that's how it is. So, true. you know, you have to also take that into consideration. No, no, true, true. You're, yeah. you're the, I mean, like even with Hennessy's, Hennessy's has, has Nina Loga and she's five. And she's a good kid, like, look, yes. she's mentally well-behaved. Okay. Now, she has way too much fucking energy. <laughs> For a five-year-old. Like, she's just, like, bouncing off the wall type energy. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a good kid. Like, good, good. Which isn't always the case, because I've yeah. dated people with kids where you're just like, look, I like you, but... uh your kid is a spawn from Satan. Got gotcha. There's no way in hell this is going to last a long time because uh, I can't stand your kid. I hate your kid. I like kids, but I hate your kid. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to pick up this discussion on another podcast because this one is pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, the kid factor. <laughs> Our time is about up for this one. I want to leave you with a quote, though. Because Halloween is right around the corner. And remember when I said earlier that we should still treat others the way we would like to be treated? I found this quote online from Steve Garnis Holmes. And it says, Halloween, a day when we get it right. Strangers come to us, beautiful, ugly, odd, or scary. And we accept them all without question, compliment them, treat them kindly, and give them good things. Why don't we live like that? You know what? That's a great quote. Great question. <laughs> and we will talk we can talk about it uh again later but as far as loneliness and what we discuss and as far as treating others the way you would like to be treated it does make sense why does it only fall on halloween that we treat others and strangers so kindly exactly it's kind of crazy you know that yeah. <laughs> yep but until the next time <laughs> absolutely buddy <laughs> we will talk soon my friend Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.